0: Set the first button on your car radio for South Jersey's talk station, WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
1: 49 minutes past the hour, 609-407-1450, phone lines are open. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning, you're on the air. Good morning, Harry. Well, hello. Uh, (laughs) Listen, Harry. uh, Uh, Yes, daniel son. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> You've broadcast throughout the uh, country. Uh, you are known, so I'd like you to do me a favor. Okay. If uh, you ever have any contact with Camella uh, Harris, <laughs> uh, give her my name, uh, and I want to be the first one on her list to
1: say the Chinese virus. Right, and then you'll be called a racist. Uh, Yeah, well, it's okay. Even though everybody said it until they decided. This is how just dishonest they are. They all said it until they decided that if Trump says it, we're going to call him a racist.
2: You, You know, Harry, they can ill afford to have our president get back in office because he will investigate everything they're doing it now.
1: Well, I, I agree, because imagine President Trump with four years and then never having to run again for anything. What he would be able to do will be, this, this second term is, you could make the case it's more important than the first term.
2: They, they can ill afford to have them. They will say anything and do anything. Uh, to try to defeat him, but I think the American people are smart enough to realize what's going on, and sick enough of what these people are doing, and how they're using this pandemic to politicize it. Yeah. It's sickening. That's been it's terrible. It's beyond sickening. Yeah. Agreed. It re- it really is. And I just want to give props to to one gentleman, uh, Nick from the Point Diner. I, I, I got to tell you, when this first started. All the food that he had there, he gave away to his workers. Uh, he gave to homes of people who didn't have money. And you know, we appreciate our heroes, the nurses, the the doctors, the uh, firemen, the policemen. Well, we should have always appreciated them. Yeah. But in in this manner, even more so. But you have those people out there, civilians, that have done things for people and have sent them food. Um, I, I'm just telling you, this Nick, he did the right thing. Thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of merchandise he sent out to people. So uh, he deserves that, believe me.
1: That, Dan uh, Daniel, just, that's, a, that's a beautiful shout-out, and it is well-deserved. Cookie did the same thing with her employees, uh, Stephen Cookies, and it's just a great thing to do. And look how many people we now, we're living in a time where if there is a Community Food Bank of New Jersey, Local 54, whatever, because there's been other ones besides just Local 54, but look at the crowds of people waiting in line for hours for a box of food to be put in their car.
2: Well, I'm telling you, I personally delivered food to certain places in the and apartments or homes that they didn't have the money they didn't have. This guy's a good guy. He just yep. opened up this week, but uh, I just had to do that, yep. Harry,
1: because he deserves it. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Keep in touch. Love you, brother. Back at you. All right. See ya. Bye-bye, Daniel. 609-407-1450, an open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. <clears throat>
2: Mr. Hurley, good morning. Good morning.
1: Very well, thank you. Hey, Greg.
2: Uh, I just wanted to, uh, um, did you ever hear of Outing Murphy? Of course. Yeah. I would ask the mayor if he knows who he is, if he's a a possible relative, which I doubt, but he should look into his heritage to find out. Where you went wrong, or why he's <laughs> the way he is, I'm sorry, but
1: well, I know, I know that if you if you want to turn the radio down, I know because we're on a little bit of a delay, so it's it's distracting you a little bit. Uh, Audie Murphy, uh, soldier, actor, very very famous, and remember, this is why I always try to separate the difference between the politics and the person. Governor Murphy is a good man. He's a very good man. He's a kind man. He's a compassionate man. He's a good man. He has a difference in terms of philosophy of governance than a lot of us. But I separate the difference between being a good person and just if you have a disagreement in terms of how somebody governs. And that, that really is what we're talking about. But keep in mind, he ran saying that he was going to dramatically increase taxes and fees. He was completely honest about exactly who he is and what he was going to do. Any one and he won an overwhelming uh, election in our state. The state knew exactly who and what they were voting for. I know that's stunning, Please. but it's true.
2: It's just amazing that it's affected 50 states, not just New Jersey, but they all voted in lockstep to do something that's unbelievable.
1: Well, keep in mind, though, but now you see. It's a red state, blue state thing because the red states are all pretty much uh, substantially open. Most of the blue states are just a wee little bit open. And it's just the difference in terms of uh, philosophy. Now, some will say, I don't believe Murphy is is doing it for this reason. But there are some blue state governors that are actually slow walking because they want to hurt President Trump. Murphy's not doing that. I know I've talked to him. Uh, I've been following his decisions. He believes that his slow approach of the science and not doing too much too soon, he believes that that is the safest way to go. The problem, and it might be, of course it might be, the problem is at some point you kill your state, and then what have you done? Did you save the patient or did you just. Did the patient die of a different cause? That's the problem.
2: Exactly.
1: Yeah. Good, to, good to talk to you, Greg. And I appreciate where you were coming from and the polite way that you, uh, that share, that you shared it. And thanks for bringing up the, uh, the legend that is Audie Murphy. We'll be back. Uh, actually, more of your phone calls. We have time. We have about three minutes uh, until the top of the hour. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air.
2: Uh, Yes, I've been waiting patiently, but that is not even a problem. I just want to say to the governor Murphy, uh, I uh, spoke to his staff uh, person that called me back Norwood, Willie Norwood, a week or so ago, and I do want to say to the governor excited utterance, uh, and that was caused by in the sunshine. Uh, the, the ultraviolet rays I'm two blocks from boardwalk it, it clears the burning eyes, your nasal respiratory. And
1: also, Willie, the coronavirus, UVC, kills it, so does UVA and UVB, for that matter. For, for those uh, that are interested, UVA are tanning rays, UVB are burning rays. We don't think as much of uvc uvc on your skin is not good you got to be very careful if you buy one of the units i have one if you buy one you need to be very very careful don't look at the blue light because you can damage your eyes and do not put it over your hand well if it just went over your hand real quick or something no problem but uh... You don't want to hang, hang that over for any length of time. It can be very, very damaging, and there's a lot of studying being done right now on UVC. Willie, let me get in one more call before we run out of time. You're on the air. Welcome to the program.
2: Good morning. I would like to thank you for your generous
3: donation to Holy Spirit High School.
1: Oh, it's my, it's my honor. We do it every year, uh, and I made mine... And I I know this is a legend that's calling. You have a legendary last name. We'll we'll protect the innocent. Uh, I made mine on purpose. Uh, We didn't mention this this morning, but we made on behalf of the Hurley in the Morning Charity a $1,000 donation. We do that every year, and we did it during the uh, 2020 giving that took place on 520 yesterday, and we did it during head coach A.J. Russo's hour, uh, and we were honored to do that, and it was nice of you to say that. I appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate you. Take care. Okay. Bye now. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. One of the greatest names in Holy Spirit history was just on the phone right now. Mary, I know who you are. Thank you. Thank you so much. I didn't even get a chance to mention that we did that. That's oh, thanks so much for uh checking in and saying that. They uh had a goal of fifty thousand dollars and I have to tell you my friend Lloyd Wimberg is amazing. He donated $20,000 yesterday, and over a period of time, he was going to match a certain number of donations that were coming through under a certain period of time. Uh, so Holy Spirit had a $50,000 goal. They hit it. It was a great day, and we have. To, I, I wrote it on my Facebook post. We have to get behind Holy Spirit High School because we are—I didn't write this part, but we are having great Catholic schools closing all over our state. All over the country, and we have to protect Holy Spirit.
0: Ninety-five point five FM and fourteen fifty AM, WPGG, Atlantic City. WENJ ninety-seven point three HD three, Millville. John Zarik is.
4: It's not a number we ever imagined when this outbreak started. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Five million coronavirus cases now worldwide, nearly a third of them in the U.S. White House Task Force Dr. Deborah Birx says a key will be finding people who have it and spread it but don't know it with no symptoms.
2: That's really our focus
4: right now, working with every state, to really help them identify where these clusters came from historically and then proactively going for those clusters, identifying them early. Now the New York Times has a story using Columbia University research that if social distance and guidelines were put in place a week earlier in March. Thirty-six thousand lives could have been saved. The White House put out a statement claiming President Trump saved lives with early travel restrictions. The President will go to Michigan today to visit a Ford plant. One shut down in that state yesterday when a worker got the coronavirus. Mississippi and West Virginia are lifting more corona restrictions today. So is Ohio.
3: Restaurants can reopen for in-room dining with limitations, which plenty of people are apparently already ignoring. Gathering at restaurants this past week weekend crowding together without masks separately a judge in ohio ruled the gyms and fitness centers cannot be penalized for reopening before next tuesday
4: fox's jessica rosenthal a gym that defied new jersey's order and reopened to fanfare monday with cheering customers was closed this morning by the state department of public health there will be a divided vote today at the senate fox's rachel sutherland has more live Dave, the full Senate is expected to confirm Congressman John Ratcliffe as an ex-director of national intelligence. Most Democrats are expected to vote no over concerns about his experience and perceived loyalty to President Trump. During his confirmation hearing, Ratcliffe vowed to be an independent voice for the intelligence community. He would replace former DNI Dan Coats, who left the post last summer. Richard Gunnell has been serving as acting DNI. Dave. Rachel, later this hour, we find out how many more Americans lost jobs and needed to file for unemployment last week. 36 million have the prior eight weeks. America's listening to Fox News.
5: At Fisher Investments, we do things differently, and other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor.
1: So what do you provide? Cookie cutter portfolios like the rest of us?
5: No cookie cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs.
1: But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients?
5: No.
1: WPG Talk
0: Radio 95.5 Weather from Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero.
6: A high risk of rip currents and rough surf continues along the shore today with 5 to 7 foot ocean waves. Weather wise though, not too bad. Partly sunny skies, dry weather and light winds. High of only 61 degrees though. Another day, cooler than normal. Mostly clear tonight. Cool and quiet, low of 52 and tomorrow we'll see increasing clouds and an increasing chance of scattered rain through the afternoon. High of 67 tomorrow scattered showers and clouds saturday at 70 degrees drying out for sunday i'm chief meteorologist dan Zarrow on wpg talk radio 95.5 from
0: harry hurley way in
6: the world's playground
0: to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. We'll take it. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
1: Somebody's got to get the trophy. We'll take it. Ladies and gentlemen, it is four minutes past the hour. John Zarek is here, the official, the exclusive, lead counsel for Criminal Defense Matters, the law offices of John Zarek. Who did I interview the other day that brought up exactly what John was talking about on his show last week, about how there is um, so much domestic stuff that's going on right now? And I have to imagine, with each pa- not each passing day, each passing hour, uh, because we're now into what... Um, week nine of this, and it's just unnatural uh, in the whole course of human events. So John was, um, of course, he he knew what he was talking about because he's taking the phone calls. But um, somebody else brought it up, an expert that we interviewed, talked about the same exact thing. And I'm sure when I interview the Fox News uh, medical editor, Dr. Manny Alvarez, uh, he is going to be talking about that. That'll be tomorrow, Uh, and I don't don't have the schedule in front of me, but I believe he is on at 3.35 p.m. tomorrow when we fill in for Guy Benson on all of the Fox News radio networks of affiliated stations. John Zarek is here. The law offices of John Zarek, are official exclusive firm for criminal defense matters, John, official lead counsel for same. And if you're dealing with a certain situation and you need John's expertise, uh, don't hesitate. Give him a call. He's working very, very hard. Uh, always, and through the pandemic as well, 609-641-2266. That's 609-641-2266. Hey, John. Good morning, Harry. Good morning, sir. I want to talk today about uh, continuing on
7: that issue of domestic violence, and uh, especially with people's response to the pandemic and and the virus of what's going on, what I see out there. And, uh, you know, this could be with clients. This could be with uh, the general public. Uh, What I see is a pretty dangerous situation. uh, As we've, you and I have talked before, the uh, people's response, and this is, Lately, I'd say the last two, three weeks, people's response is a matter of how they view the political situation to a great extent. Now, this isn't everyone, but I've talked to, I've got a lot of people, a lot of friends who are Republicans, Democrats, uh, left wing, right wing uh, I guess oh, some are even more along the anarchist, uh, frame of mind. Like nobody's any good. Nothing's any good. Like you can't trust any of them, you know, that sort of thing, uh, ignore everything. But so I, I get to chance, I get to talk to a lot of people. I like people. So, uh, you know, I have a lot of interaction and what, one thing I've been seeing is and and this, I've specifically questioned people with this in mind, this issue in mind. One thing I've been saying is people on the right tend to favor, as a response to the virus now, people on the right tend to want to open up the economy. And that's been going on maybe for a month or so, maybe more. Uh, they want to resist rules. They want to... Open the gym, open the shops. They um, want to protest. Uh, they tend to think that this is uh, overblown, that uh, a very small percentage of people are dying, and those those people are very ill to begin with, usually elderly and and very ill. That the problem is mismanagement by nursing homes, not the general not the general problem, uh, problem. And we've seen that in nursing homes before, by the way. Um, Listeria is one effect infection that just wipes out older people. And when a nursing home gets that, and this has happened before, a lot of people die. A lot of people get extremely sick and a lot of people die. So that side of the aisle says, tends to say nothing is as seriously wrong as we think it is the other side of the aisle, uh, the left, the de- the Democratic side, uh, and more as you go to the to the more extreme left. They uh, are opposed to any loosening of anything, and you you see this out in California where you know they're they just shut down the state for another month and they're arresting people on the beaches and so forth. I mean, pretty extreme it seems from uh when compared to say texas where people are in the bars and they're drinking they're close together and uh you know businesses are open and they're and they're cranking ahead so uh this change uh, seems to be along political lines for the most part you know we see this along political lines now Uh, One important element of the left approach, the Democrat approach, um, and and tending more toward the extreme Democratic approach is that Trump has screwed this all up, that it's been a disaster, that um, this reopening is going to cause, quote, the second wave, close quote. You know the second wave that's what we hear yeah constantly with this stuff so and they, they they don't want people to die i mean no good person wants the fellow citizens to die but they know that if there's a second a big second wave uh especially toward the end of the summer if there's a big second wave and we go from 100,000 deaths to a million deaths, which is, I mean, not small potatoes as far as these people are concerned. They're, they're saying a million, two million, uh, three million. I mean, that that it's gonna be the worst thing that ever happened because this is worse in the winter than it is in the summer. Uh, they know that that would be the end of Donald Trump or probably be the end of Donald Trump. I mean, if, if that kind of outbreak happened Republicans would be very badly hurt by it. Um, So I think subconsciously, I don't think people want this to happen, but they already believe it's going to happen. You know, it's a done deal. It's already a done deal. Trump has screwed it up. The Republicans have screwed it up. These, You know, there's going to be a second wave, and a million or two million people are going to die because of it. So it's kind of in their DNA at this point. that's the way they look at the world and um I have a lot of extreme left wing friends who are not going out at all. you know they're following the old rules a hundred percent because it's part of the religion you know it's part of the religion the new um the new the old religion for the left was Russia right that yep. The Russian hey John, let
1: me ask you this question: If Trump told them to stay in, would they stay in? The very same people.
7: That's a, that's a good strategy. I think I think that's a good strategy. You get you yeah, where well I'm coming from.
1: Outside. Don't <laughs> open up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I think, I think, I think your, think your I governor think. is right. Stay in. Stay in forever. They'd be out by twelve noon today, if not in five minutes.
7: Yeah. 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 I, th- I think, and I uh, again, this is not, a con- I don't think this is a conscious thing by any
1: stretch. No, I do, John. I do. I rarely disagree with you. I strenuously, let me be Demi Moore and a few good men. Oh, you didn't just object. You strenuously objected. Uh, I strenuously object with that. It is conscious. That's why hydroxychloroquine is now either Republican or Democrat. John, everything is political, and it is conscious now. Yeah. Go ahead.
7: Yeah, but I, I, I'm saying I'm talking about the general population. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I'm not talking about these these people like just just like Clapper and Brennan and yeah. and uh, Schiff and all these people that testified. They all well, Schiff didn't testify, but he heard the testimony. S- uh, Sally Quinn. Everybody was everybody who was there. Uh, everyone was saying Trump is a a Russian asset. Mm -hmm. He's controlled by the Russians. There's Russian collusion. I mean, they they just outright lies. And we know now that the testimony in private was, no, we don't have any evidence of that. And that was across the board. None of these people had evidence because they didn't mind lying to the American people. They just didn't want to get arrested and put in jail. So when push came to shove, Susan Rice, everybody, when push came to shove, they testified and told the truth. Mm-hmm. So they know, I'm not saying they're not manipulating. They and the major media anchors and contributors are certainly manipulating these people and what what I say to people is it, it, it's hard to make this non-political, but but what I say to people is there are, you know, democrats have legitimate Flash points, I guess, where they or or points of points of decision where they don't agree with Donald Trump. They want more, you know, they want more uh, liberal policies, socialist policies and and on the part of many people. Uh, Trump does not. So they want uh, less freedom of religion with regard to religious orders having the ability to deny certain Uh, healthcare services like abortion and things like that um, and euthanasia and Trump doesn't. So, and and they want more spending. They want everybody in the country to be uh, all illegal immigrants in the country to be given amnesty and start over from scratch. Um, The president doesn't. So, there, there are issues you can disagree on. I mean, there are, there are good people that disagree on both sides. And I'd say to people, if you're going to make a decision, make a decision based on those issues. But don't make a decision based on, you know, Brennan, Clapper, Comey, um, anchors on, you know, on, uh, most of the media anchors don't make a decision because you're getting played and because you're getting played for money. You know, they know if as long as they say that stuff for, this is for three years, they were saying this stuff. And believe me, the the people in the networks that were saying this stuff and repeating it and having Clapper come on and having Brennan come on and say Trump was a, a Russian asset and he was controlled by the Russians and so forth they were making how much harry you're in the business oh. 5 million
1: yeah depending on yeah exactly depending on their deal i mean clapper and these guys i mean they got major cnn analyst uh not just contributor but uh on board yeah big big money no no question about it john hold your thought we're at 17 minutes past the hour first break is here much more with john zarick the law offices of john zarick presents Smart Law with John Zarek every Thursday morning in the 8 o'clock hour. We continue right after this. And coming up right after John Zarek, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy in a Hurley in the Morning exclusive. And then my former boss, he will be actually parts unknown, traveling, but um, he'll be stationed when we do the interview. Roger Wagner, my former boss, he was the president and the chief executive officer of Trump Castle Casino Resort by the Bay, Roger will be here today. We'll be talking about the passing of casino legend Bucky Howard, who when we opened up the Golden Nugget, we were part of the opening team. Bucky Howard was the first casino manager at the Golden Nugget, and then he went on to work all over. He had worked in Vegas, then came to Atlantic City, and I believe he went to Asia and elsewhere. Uh, A casino, true casino legend, has passed away. Roger, will talk about him, and then we'll talk about, imagine this, Memorial Day weekend. In Atlantic City, this will be the first Memorial Day weekend since then what was Resorts International Hotel and Casino. Owned, corporate owner, the Mary Carter Paint Company. Put that down as a trivia question. I learned that in orientation. Never forgot it. Uh, Imagine, what's that, 1978, the first Memorial Day weekend in 40-some years. Almost a half a century where the casinos are closed on Memorial Day weekend. Unthinkable, unimaginable.
0: Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. VBEL.com. Catch Bill O'Reilly and the O'Reilly Update tonight at 758, 858, and 958. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
1: With John Zarek, who continues. Counselor, time is yours.
7: So the new religion, Harry, is the second wave. Mm, yeah. That's that's the new religion.
1: Yeah. That's it's really to scare you that you can't even get out of the first wave because they're already ramping up the second wave if the first wave doesn't kill you ho, you're you're not going to like the second wave it's really cruel i think
4: yeah this
7: yeah it's going to be it's going to be 10 times as bad the second wave that's what's going on so you know it, because it it fits with what people want they they want if, if people want something bad enough they can start to believe that the conditions are there to get it you know That it's gonna happen
1: or or Or, help to make it happen yeah yeah I think they see the
7: only way that the the president will be voted out is if there is a a big second wave and you know we don't lose 100,000 we lose a million people then or two you know then that's going to be a very difficult landscape for anyone because if that's the case then of course the economy would be severely impaired and we'd really have a horrible time of it in the country. But they've, they they that's going to happen. This is not maybe it's going to happen. Now, the, you know, the anchors and the contributors and so forth, they know this is not going to happen. They know we're not going to lose a million people. They know there's not going to be a big second wave, but they're selling it. And why? Because that's what the people want to hear. They want to hear that Donald Trump is not going to be elected president. And so they turn on the television uh, and I caution, you know, I really caution against, against this. Uh, if there are demographic, you know, any demagogues on the right or on the left, I, I caution against this people that won't look at the issue and won't call it the way they see it. I mean, one thing I was, I was glad about is uh, Sean Hannity when there was a, uh, a demonstration in wisconsin i believe and people brought guns and you know were a little little threatening a little out of control he said hey don't do that stuff that's not right you know it's not right to scare or intimidate people it's it's not right so that's what we need on the right and the left but we're not getting it now you know we're certainly not getting it on the left we're, we're getting really bad um Threats that this is going to happen. And what it's causing people to do who could otherwise become part of society, could uh, open their businesses, return to work, um, they're not doing it. They're not, a lot of people are just staying put and uh, sheltering in place and isolating from other members of the families. And they're, they're, they're not, they're doing it because, um, I believe that it's because this is the new religion. You know, the new religion is um, it's going to be a second wave and it's going to destroy Donald Trump. And then we'll rebuild when that's when the, when everything is destroyed. We'll come in and we'll have utopia. We'll have a paradise.
1: John, let me ask you your analysis on the following because, you know, it's going to happen. I, I, I can taste it right now in my mouth like its tree pollen that's poisoning me I can I can taste this we have to reopen at some point because we either save the patient and kill the country and we kill the patient that way I don't have time to do it now because it would be unfair to your program but I have incredible analysis from hundreds of doctors that show how deadly this is keeping people shut in the way that we are how many people are gonna die and, and it's just so many reasons not being able to go to the doctor for screenings, uh, depression, all the things you're talking about with um, domestic violence, all kinds of horrible things. I, so I'll just leave that sit for that. But we have to reopen at some point and people will get infected. So my prediction is President Trump will be blamed for every death that happens.
7: Oh no no question about it. And it's it's a tough political position to be in too because um what President Trump and others on and Republicans and people on the right are going to be arguing is well look at all the things that the terrible things that didn't happen. And it's very, very difficult to argue for things for doing a good job because things didn't happen, you know, how do we know, you know, the, the answer on the other side is, how do we know that? They no, none of these things were happening. There wasn't suicide. There wasn't this. There wasn't that. There wouldn't have been, you know, the, we were all in good shape and we just needed to do another month or two and, and we all be safe. And now you've killed a million and a half people. So politically arguing against arguing, you know, uh, that you took action that prevented other things from happening is very difficult because people didn't experience it. If they didn't experience it, then it's not real to them. So,
1: John, that's that's very astute. It's almost like when we interview Bill Elliott, and you're, I know you're a big fan and supporter of the John R. Elliott Hero Campaign. For designated drivers and and when i say to bill hey congratulations i know you saved lives and he'll say you know harry it's very tough to prove how many lives how do you prove a saved life? you can report a statistic of a drunk driver that kills someone but how do you prove you saved someone so when president trump stopped the flights in china while being called uh hysterical xenophobe by joe biden and, and others no doubt it saved many many lives but you're right it's so abstract. You you can you can get your arms around how many people are sick and it's reported, and how many people are dying, but it's very hard to to prove. Hey, I'm really doing a good job because instead of it being two million, it's it's been eighty thousand. Uh, it's re- and, and I've saved this many lives. You're right about that, John. It's hard to prove what you can't tangibly see.
7: Yeah. It, it, it yeah, is. Yeah. It's very hard to prove. And, yep. you know, so we...
1: So, in, uh, in, in essence, you don't get credit for it.
7: That's right. To, to a great extent, you don't. Uh, unless you're a great communicator. And, uh, you know, he's, Donald Trump has done a pretty good job so far. I think he may be... I think normal people wouldn't be able to do that. The average person wouldn't be able to come up with a... Uh, uh, the average political consultant wouldn't be able to come up with a way to play this, but I think uh, I, I have a, a feeling that uh, the president will come up with a way to articulate that to the American people. When he gets rolling, he's he 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 accomplishes what he tends to want to accomplish, and when he does that, I think we're going to have a, you know, he's this this vulnerability is going to be covered over and healed, uh, as far as the campaign is concerned. And I think they'll do a good job of it. I do
1: too, but unless unless there is a second wave, and if it's really bad, and then the party in power, if it was the other side, the party in power, if it's this side, really is in a in, a, in an impossible environment, where usually the American people just default and choose the other side because they're unhappy, they're probably unemployed, they may be sick, if a close family member may have died, they have no one to blame. So it, as you said earlier in your narrative, and I thought it was very uh, intellectually honest and, and spot on, uh, if the environment is bad, uh, that, that will be that.
7: Yeah, it, well, these are the tendencies, these are the normal rules. That doesn't mean that someone with great skills, tremendous skills can't overcome those. Um, I, I listened to an interview with, uh, Georgia Mossbacker, who is a, a, a friend of mine from the, uh, I'm proud to say as a friend from the, uh, McCain campaign, um, uh, and, in you know, really extraordinary person, uh, raised in pretty simple, uh, circumstances, uh, worked hard all her life Very successful business person and, uh, tremendous help to on the ground tremendous help to Senator McCain. I know, and to George Bush and to president Trump. Um, she's now the ambassador. I I was able to see her at, uh, Senator McCain's funeral and, um, Kind of a sister in some ways, which is pretty, pretty. (laughs) that's in my DNA, to see something that's wrong and and fix it. So I had an opportunity to spend some time with her and and give her some assistance there, and and, um, Steph was there with me, of course. And uh, she's now the American ambassador to Poland and doing a fantastic, absolutely fantastic job. And she, um, she gave a really, really good analysis of a number of presidents, you know, that, that, you know, John McCain's problem about the McCain campaign, John McCain's problem was that he, um, well, Obama's, Obama, uh, some would argue that he didn't have a great deal of substance, but he had hope. You know, he had, you know, his, his theme was hope.
3: And
1: uh, hope and change others hope and change and change, yeah, and
3: so you know on paper it you
7: look at it and say, well where's the beef right but um he he articulated very well, she made this point she art, he articulated very well hope and change and um uh, caring for others and um, you know renewing our friendships around the world, which means you know really do what other people want and they'll like you, right? They they won't respect you, but they may like you. So he did a he he was a master at that. Uh, she explained, and uh, John McCain was was not very good at it. You know he was not very good. At articulating what he was doing and where he was going, um, he was a great guy in terms of character. As she pointed out, there's there's you know virtually no one better. I mean, he he went through that five and a half years in North Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Virtually no one better. But he was you know he was he, he
1: Johnny he won on everything that should matter. He, he won on experience. He won on character. He won on leadership. Everything that should matter. But he wasn't a great candidate. He wasn't a great campaigner. And remember, he shut his campaign down, which was devastating. Obama was, in fact, a great campaigner. Lacking substance, lacking experience, but was a great campaigner. Of course, he had the media hook, line, and stinker as well. John Zarek continues after our halftime break. We're at 34 minutes past the hour. John Zarek until the top of the hour. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy joining us uh, at 9.15 We'll be back with John and Smart Law with John Zarek in just a few minutes.
0: The WPG Talk Radio app is everything South Jersey. Local news and information updated around the clock from New Jersey's largest radio news team. Breaking news push notifications just for South Jersey. Easily call and listen to all your favorite WPG talk shows and more. Download the WPG Talk Radio app for your phone, tablet, Apple CarPlay, and Android Auto today at WPGTalkRadio.com. For the latest coronavirus news, open the WPG Talk Radio app now. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio
1: 95.5. We're back. John Zarek continues at 37 minutes past the hour. Smart Law with John Zarek. Counselor Zarek, time is yours.
7: Well, so we're talking about well, practice. Uh, I practice criminal law. Uh, I engage with people a lot. Uh, I talk with a lot of different people. It's our job to really size things up pretty quickly and to... Um, very often you can't understand why a certain case in, develops in, in a certain way. I mean, there may be very little evidence. There, You know, the people against your client have pretty terrible credibility in general, but there's a, you know, the, the case has go- gone along. Someone has been sold the police, the state troopers, the, uh, the prosecutor, uh, the grand jury, someone's been sold something The the head prosecutor, for example, in a big case, someone's been sold something. And you say to yourself,
3: how can this happen?
7: You know, if you read, if you just read the stuff, if you listen to the witness interviews, you know this is a pretty wacky case. It's pretty mm-hmm. clear that yeah. this is this person is not guilty.
1: Hey, John, let me ask you a legal question, because you would know this. I believe that Judge Sullivan, picking this outside person to submit this amicus brief, this friend-of-the-court brief, to make the case that General Flynn should be charged with uh, perjury or something, Uh, like that he said either one charge or perjury uh, because obviously he said he did it and now under oath he said he did it and now he's saying he didn't do it so it's horrible but they want to try to get him again it's not going to happen but i want to see this through and my question is this i thought a judge heard the case that was before them is there anything lawful within a judge's authority to have this other person submit to him And for him to then consider other charges, I I didn't think that was within the power of a sitting judge who was involved in, in a particular case to go off in a whole nother, almost like he is being like a prosecutor.
7: I've never heard of it in my entire career, federal or state, where that's happened. And... This is my opinion. I think the judge is completely out of bounds doing it. I think it's biased, and I think it's in, from a constitutional standpoint, to, to put this in a legal context, a strictly legal context, it's an intrusion into the executive branch, the privileges and rights and discretion of the executive branch. Judges are not hired in our, in our constitutional system, their job is to be judges. It's to, they're a part of the judiciary, not a part of the prosecution. And he has taken a step, uh, against the separation of powers, against the, the constitution by seeking to prosecute someone before him, uh, and taking that away from the prosecutor, which in this case is the Attorney General of the United States and the United States Attorneys underneath the Attorney General.
1: So, John, in other words, most federal judges would have signed that dismissal that was sent to him, and this would be over right now, correct?
7: Yeah, I, I, I exactly. Most federal or state judges, mm-hmm. I've never heard of this being done, and the reason I haven't heard of it is because I think this is a lock It's, it's, you know, no one has told me that uh, there is a body of law that exists because no one's been bad enough to try
5: this.
7: (laughs) In my opinion, yeah, and no, no one, no one's been uh, so mistaken and foolish as to try this, or so blatantly political, in my opinion, as to try this.
1: And John, what's a shame about this is most judges that would see that the the government misbehaved, that they withheld exculpatory evidence for years, that Michael Flynn has dealt with this for four years. The man was broken. They threatened to prosecute his son and they finally got a a conviction of one thing out of him. He had to sell his home. He lost every dollar he had, paying two point some million to date, maybe more. Uh, And now he's getting re-victimized again. Instead of it being over, he's incurring more now because this is widening if it's given the chance. I am very comforted to know in my heart, though, John, and in my mind, this will be short-circuited quickly. I believe Sydney Powell's motion uh, to the appellate court, and again, I don't know the composition of, I think she sent it to the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals. That's pretty pretty liberal, but uh, I just have to believe even the Supreme Court, when something is so obvious, we still do see 9-0 votes. Uh, this is just so unjust for this man to be victimized again.
7: Yeah, they're going to they're going to shut. Uh, in not in my opinion, they're going to shut this judge down. I think he could even. I think. Um, well, we we may not have ethics charges brought by by Michael Flynn. He probably just wants to get on with business, which is really a thing that lets people get off. Lets a lot of people off the hook. And when they do bad things, the, the people involved are so tired of the process. They don't want to continue the process. Uh, but he's going to this judge is not going to come out of this in good shape. He is actually taking a prosecutorial stance. Yeah, it's not his job. It's not his job to prosecute people before him. Okay. It is his job to render um, decisions on the law. And when a when a prosecutor want, and defense want to dismiss a case, he's obligated to do so.
1: John, let's get our break in. We're going to come back strong. We'll have at least ten minutes uninterrupted with the law offices of John Zarek presents Smart Law with John Zarek. We'll be right back
0: early in the morning. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five and on the WPG Talk Radio
6: app rescue your retirement growwealthsafely.com
3: hey it's mark lee and van camp join us this afternoon at one
6: now back to harry hurley on wpg talk
0: radio 95.5 it is
1: 12 minutes before the top of the hour i'm very pleased to report and tomorrow i can't wait to sign on and say that it's memorial day weekend and i know that it doesn't have the same feeling because of what's going on and so many things are still closed and the casinos are still closed but tomorrow there is a great event that's going to be taking place with Mark Giantonio, Antonio, the president of uh, Resorts Casino Hotel in Atlantic City and the mayor of Atlantic City, Marty Small, on the beach, by the ocean, right out front of Resorts Casino Hotel. Now, you know, for a number of years now, this has been the scene. It's been iconic of the beach ball drop. So many thousands of beach balls. There will be a beach ball drop, probably learned and confirmed in the twenty or so beach ball total range. Not like when Tony Orlando and Marci Antonio uh, are uh, above the crowd and on the big lift, and and then these thousands and thousands of balls are dropping. But this is all going to be happening tomorrow at Resorts Casino Hotel. It'll be the beach, the chief of the beach patrol. It will be Mayor Small. President Marchi Antonio of Resorts Casino Hotel, and the event is taking place on the boardwalk right in front of Resorts Casino Hotel at 1 p.m. tomorrow. So that's the opening of the summer season. A great tradition at Atlantic City's first casino. And in the era of Marchi Antonio, they have just done fabulous things, and they'll continue to do great things. We continue with John Zara. Counselor, time is yours.
7: As I was saying, Harry, I'm a criminal defense lawyer. We have lots of cases where things go very strangely, and you're you're wondering what's really going on. So this is an analysis we go through a lot as lawyers. What's really underlying the actions here? What? How did this case ever get indicted? Let alone my client arrested and brought uh, allegedly brought the, to to uh, uh, trial. So or brought to trial, eventually brought to trial, I should say. How did this happen? So, um, you know, when you look at the underlying, you know, you, you I, I once had was present with a talk um, with the uh, director of the CIA, former director of the CIA, and um, uh, he was explaining to a um, number of people, uh, you know, The way they operate is it's easy to see what's going on on the surface. What you really need to know is where are, is sort of like the tectonics, you know, the the tectonic plates under the surface of the earth, you know, when are they going to move? When are they going to move? When are they going to cause trouble? Like a major earthquake or something like that. Yeah, the surface stuff is easy. It's raining, it's sunny, it's cold, it's this. Yeah, not too hard. But to see really where the underlying stuff is going, that's the art and science of of intelligence. So applying that to this situation, you know, where why would a judge, the first time I've ever heard of it, and I've been around and my friends have ever heard of it, why would a judge – go out of his way when the prosecution and defense want to dismiss to essentially prosecute the the defendant in the case of Michael Flynn. Well, the underlying thing is, it's pretty clear to me, the, the tectonic plates underneath this is, he doesn't like the president, and he doesn't like Flynn, and he doesn't like the fact that, that this prosecution was exposed and dismantled. That's what's going on.
1: And he actually uh, said as much about not liking Flynn, and then he apologized for it, for what he yeah. said.
7: Uh, yeah, and and that's on a, a prior occasion.
1: Hey, uh, by, by the way, John, this is not gratuitous just for you as my go-to guy and the guy that I think is the best in his craft, at his, in his field, and that's you in criminal defense. But it shows you how important your counsel, your defense counsel is, because look at the movement. Now, you know I'm not a believer in coincidences. Look at the movement in his case when Sidney Powell aggressively began defending him. That's not an accident, John.
7: Well, wow. no, it's not an accident. She's she's steady. She's resolute, yep. she's goal-oriented, and she's persistent. And she's got a lot of guts. And she she did one of the greatest defense jobs in history, you know, in history, in my opinion, uh, to to take him from dead and dying, dead or dying, to uh, a new life, essentially, because he's on the, he's on the verge of a, of a complete dismissal. That's clean, that means she's never ever uh, been convicted.
1: John, let me interrupt you on your show very rudely so that I can uh, promote your business. uh you're listening to John zarek the official lead counsel for the Hurley in the morning program for criminal defense matters. John, I have a question from a listener, and i i' I know you well enough that i i if you weren't here, I would feel comfortable answering this question, but it would be wrong for me to try when you are right here to answer for yourself. Uh, A a great listener of the program wrote me a moment or so ago and asked, does John Zarek handle hostile workplace cases? It's interesting this listener brings that up because I know somebody that's dealing with a hostile work uh, environment with a bad boss. John, is that a case that the law offices of John Zarek could take on?
7: Well, we would typically consult in a case like that. a lot of those situations uh, definitely should be pursued and and there are some of them that should not be pursued and we'd be glad to take a call from anyone and talk that over with them certainly any of our listeners I love our listeners and uh, we we always always ready to help uh, uh, any way we can I just so, texted your um, number
1: to yeah. you'll hear from Lance I just uh, texted your number
7: Yeah, it's great. Be glad to help out. A lot of people, you know, you you have to be careful, too. Um, Everyone has a right to pursue a case, to file suit, and so forth. But if you know that you're, the likelihood is that you're going to go through two years of expense and time and effort and potential embarrassment to you and your family, for example, um, and you're not going to come up with anything, it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a uh, poor result. then you probably don't want to pursue that. So it's important to get good counsel as to what it um, what's going to go on. And although we don't do that specifically that type of law, we've been involved in countless workplace activities between employees, bosses, uh, there 's a lot that goes on, and often that results in criminal charges and This may be a criminal case for all we know sometimes people think it's it 's sexual harassment or something or it 's harassment no it's it 's you know from a civil standpoint no it 's more than that. this is a crime that what was done to you for example good
1: so final three minutes of your program john uh closing summation coming up
7: yeah i I want everyone out there to make their decisions look if you want to vote for joe biden fine if you want to vote for donald trump fine but don't do it because you're being manipulated by people who have an agenda right i i don't don't and don't make decisions on your health care on your health on your uh, response to the virus on how you proceed in life, how you protect your family. Don't do that based on political decisions, because what we see is we see some people on the right who think, you know, they they want President Trump elected so much that some people, a few, are willing to have no precautions, take all risks not do anything recommended by the, by the doctors or by the president, you know, himself. That they don't, you know, there's some people, they're just, they, they just think it's patriotic to not follow the rules at all, to go back to complete freedom and be reckless. And then there are other people on the other side for political reasons, and these are often subconscious political reasons, they don't want to follow the opening guidelines. They don't want to do things that are safe. That um, at all, they're hold up still and they're letting their you know in many cases they're letting their their lives and their families' lives go down the drain because because of political belief that the second wave is coming. There's no evidence of that, but the political belief that the second wave is coming. And that second wave is going to kill a million or two people. And that's going to be the end of Donald Trump. And that that's what they want more than anything. Um, Look at the look at the facts. Look at the circumstances. Take reasonable precautions. You know, you don't have to you don't have to go out crazy or stay in crazy on one way or the other. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Make your decisions based on. Uh, The evidence and people that you trust not based on uh, pundits and contributors and politicians who are manipulating you for their own personal gain in the millions and sometimes the tens of millions don't be a pawn. Make your own decisions and do the right thing.
1: And John, not just the money, uh, because they'll take that, but it's also about accumulating power and control, and uh, that's exactly what they want to do. And and they have a philosophy of exploiting uh, a crisis and quote unquote not letting it go to waste. Hillary Clinton said those exact words: "We cannot let a crisis, a good you know, a good crisis go to waste." Uh, John Zarek for all of your criminal defense legal needs. And if I've inspired you to call John, uh, please tell him. That Hurley in the Morning sent you, 609-641-2266. Hey, John, thank you. Uh, Have a great holiday weekend, my friend. I'm sure you'll be working.
0: You too, Harry. Thank you, sir. 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, WPGG Atlantic City, WENJ 97.3 HD3 Millville.
1: It's Hurley in the Morning.
4: A few million more Americans are out of work and need help. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. As the unemployment tide keeps coming in, Fox's Lillian Wood details the Just Out Report Live.
0: Dave, another 2.43 million Americans filing for first-time jobless benefits last week. It's a slight drop from the week before, but it's pushes a total number of people filing claims to uh, nearly 39 million since mid-March. And Dave, those weekly numbers don't even include the hundreds of thousands who are getting help through a temporary coronavirus-related package
4: in the number of coronavirus cases worldwide topped 5 million this morning. Close to a third of them here in the U.S., where more than 93,000 people have died. But a new report suggests many of those deaths might have been preventable. Fox's John Decker, live in Washington. The White House reacting to a New York Times report relying on data from Columbia University, which claims that 36,000 lives could have been saved if the Trump administration put social distancing guidelines into practice just one week earlier in March. White House spokesman Judd Deere and statement saying what would have saved lives is if china had been transparent and the world health organization had fulfilled its mission what did save lives is the bold leadership of president trump dave well john the president will go to michigan today to visit a ford plant that's been making ventilators more states are lifting more corona restrictions today malls can reopen in west virginia dining inside restaurants is allowed there too and in ohio in new jersey a gym that defied orders reopening monday was closed this morning by the Board of Health, but Attila's gym owner Ian Smith just told Fox...
3: It's a scare tactic, and we have our lawyers on it. Uh, They've been on it since 6 a.m. this morning, and our plan is to handle it and reopen tomorrow.
4: Someone showed up with a gun this morning outside the Naval Air Station in Corpus Christi, Texas. The Navy says that active shooter was neutralized. One security force member was injured. There was a shooting last night in Glendale, Arizona, in a shopping area. Three people wounded, one critically the gunman taken into custody. America's listening to Fox News.
5: At Fisher Investments, we do things differently, and other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor.
1: So what do you provide? Cookie cutter portfolios like the rest of us?
5: No cookie cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs.
1: But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients?
5: No, Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades.
4: So, what's in it for you?
5: Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management.
1: Investments in securities involve the risk of loss.
0: WPG Talk Radio 95.5 Weather from Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero
6: a high risk of rip currents and rough surf continues along the shore today with five to seven foot ocean waves. Weather-wise, though, not too bad. Partly sunny skies, dry weather, and light winds. High of only 61 degrees, though. Another day, cooler than normal. Mostly clear tonight. Cool and quiet, low of 52, and tomorrow we'll see increasing clouds and an increasing chance of scattered rain through the afternoon. High of 67 tomorrow. Scattered showers and clouds Saturday at 70 degrees, drying out for Sunday. I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan's Harrow on WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
0: From Harry Hurley Way in the World's Playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
1: Hey, thanks very much. We have just a couple of quick minutes. We're going to call this an appetizer with Pete Hegseth. I had a quick moment to just reach out to him, and and I thanked him so much uh, for coming on tomorrow. And we have Governor Murphy that's just a few minutes away. But I wanted to take this opportunity just to bring Pete on, congratulate him on his new book, which is absolutely phenomenal. And Pete's a warrior. This This is great that I have five minutes with Pete Hegseth because this gives me a chance to say some things that I might not have had a chance tomorrow to do. Pete was a warrior on the battlefield. Now, Pete, check your email, because I'm filling in uh, tomorrow for Guy Benson, and I sent you an email, because I know your email address, because I know the Fox email addresses, because I work with you guys on the radio side, and I sent you a copy of my father's Bronze Star medal, and I'm going to tell you this man-to-man. I knew you had a great career in the military i knew you were a hero i knew of your tours in iraq in afghanistan guantanamo bay cuba prison detention facility but you never ever bragged that you had two bronze stars and a combat infantryman's badge never knew that so i sent you if you'll check your email later pete and pete is harry welcome to the program how you doing
3: Harry, thank you so much. I look forward to checking that email. Thanks so much for having me. Of
1: course, and I can't wait. So, tomorrow we're going to have a really quality interview right at this same time, and I cannot wait because Pete's new book, American Crusade Our Fight to Stay Free, you really take that warrior mentality from the battlefield and you bring it into the current American experience, don't you, Pete?
3: Very much so. You know, I. That subtitle, Our Fight to Stay Free, boy, doesn't it apply more now than ever? I, this whole manuscript was written before COVID-19, but here we are, and we're, we're fighting against this idea that our rights somehow don't come from God, but are given to us by a governor. So yeah, this is this is a critical moment, and I, I look forward to listening to your interview with Governor Murphy, because I'm sure you saw the update this morning of the Attilus Gym in Belmar, where they've now shut them down, they're arresting members, and you know, the simple common sense question that guys like me have, and I'm sure you have talked about the same thing, if people can pack a parking lot at Walmart and stand in a football field-sized line and go through the same register, why can't small businesses be responsible, sanitize, and allow, be allowed to make a living in this state and in this country? We have passed the Rubicon on common sense and flattening the curve, and these governors need to wake up to that.
1: Pete, it is such a fair question, and it's on our list. And, in fact, I think they got shut down. This is really weird. They got shut down for some kind of toilet violation. The health paper, violation Right. paper towels evidently stopped up the toilet but they don't have any paper towels at this gym the owner said, correct and and they put the
3: notices up in the middle of the night it's some innocuous health regulation that they can't so they're figuring it out with their legal team today and they plan to open up again tomorrow but again it's intimidation quietly they're pulling over gym members when they drive away from the gym so they can be away from the the uh, cameras of the media it's they're, they're trying to have their cake and eat it too, shut these guys down without being held accountable for it.
1: Pete, I know we're going to visit at length tomorrow. I do want to tell my listeners uh, the way, and I'm a customer, so I, I appreciate that you're treating me with a lot of respect, Pete, because I am your customer. I bought your book, uh, and I'm a, I'm a Fox Nation member. I could have got it for free. But I bought American Crusade, our fight to stay free, because I want to support you. I want to support the great work that you do. You are – people overuse this word. You are a patriot. I want to underscore something I said. I didn't know until I show prepped over the last two weeks for tomorrow's interview that you had two bronze stars, that you had the, earned the Combat infantryman's Badge. Uh, And that's why I sent you a copy of my father's bronze star that that he earned in World War II. and an incredible and very dangerous people died. Uh, My father was shot and he carried some other people and helped save them. And he was it was you'll read it. And I sent it to you because I wanted someone that has served with that level of distinction that earned the bronze star. Uh, I never served. and, And I make that very, very clear. But I'm the son of an absolute hero who was part of the greatest generation that saved the world. And, Pete, i got to tell you, you're a throwback to that generation.
3: Well, we stand on their shoulders. God bless your father and what he's done. We're, we're all just part of a long line of patriots who love this country and will fight for it till our last dying breath.
1: Pete, when you wrote this book, uh, was it a tough right? Uh, what what was the process like to write american crusade our fight to stay free and i know obviously you wrote it before the pandemic but doesn't it fit in like like you knew it was coming yeah
3: absolutely it was a passion project uh it it really was harry it was a sense that our 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 nation is at a crossroads. Donald Trump has charted the court. He's taught us how to fight. Um, We need to win again in 2020, but the stakes are so much bigger than that. Our educational systems, our culture, our media – hollywood they 've all been infected by leftism, which is antithetical to Americanism, which is what the President represents, which is what we 're talking about founding principles of, of individual liberty and, 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 uh, and equal justice, and ultimately, if we don 't return to that and find a way to educate kids about that we 're going to lose our country so I think you'll you'll find out a lot about how, how successful the left has been in taking over our country our institutions, but what we as American Crusaders can do. It's not for the meek or the mild, but what we can do to take our country back.
1: Pete, in two minutes that we have, and tomorrow I wouldn't have a chance to get into this, I want to ask you what you think about this federal judge that actually decided to be a prosecutor, go outside the boundaries of his own oath of office, his own position to not just sign that simple uh, document that was prepared for him that would have ended four years of utter injustice for a three-star lieutenant general that served his country for 32 years. And has prolonged it now with this fake charade of this friend of the court who's going to recommend perhaps perjury charges. You and I both know that's never happening. But isn't this outrageous? Of course it is. I mean, viva la, la
3: resistance. I mean this is the 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 T Trump, Trump derangement syndrome living on in the last gasp of what they can do to try to uh, cover up and continue the facade that was Russiagate, that was Mueller, that was impeachment. This judge sees himself as the the last extension of that. It won't stand. Uh, And, you know, Mike Flynn, you talk about military history. I was one year old when Mike Flynn raised his right hand to become a second lieutenant. This guy's been serving our country my entire life. Uh, They went after him because he was so dangerous to their agenda, not to this country.
1: What do you think about the fact, I know we only have about a minute, but what do you think about the fact that... uh, all these people, the I call them scoundrels, because when you have a high level of public trust placed in you, and you run a campaign for four years that President Trump is a Russian asset, that President Trump uh, colluded with Russia, and all this stuff that they did, but yet now, thank God, Grinnell declassified all this stuff. Yep. Now we find out they lied to us for years, but the one time they needed to tell the truth when they were at risk... Of penalty, they said that there was no collusion, there was no Russian asset. I mean, what a what a scam has been played upon us.
3: Uh, worse than that, they are the Russian agents yeah they're the Russian misinformers they're the ones who knew it wasn't true and they knew Russia was spinning it and they knew they couldn't verify it and yet they ran with it anyway because they hated Trump more than they hated the truth and they played right into Russia's hands
1: Pete Hexeth, do me a favor please read my father's bronze star medal so we can regale tomorrow at this time okay
3: I look forward to it I look forward to tomorrow
1: see you tomorrow Pete congratulations see ya bye-bye Pete Hexeth. and when we come back that's fantastic Remember, there's no accidents. That was meant to be. Pete, hold on. I'll say goodbye off air. When we come back, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy is next.
0: Early in the Morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM.